Um, so for those who don't know, I mentioned at the start, uh, Joe is the CEO at the Hut Group. Um, and really, for me, I think it demonstrated uh, impressive array of achievements across cloud transformation, automation, digital workplace, but also supporting teams as well and developing people. Uh, for those who don't know, the Hut Group is an is e-commerce company based out of uh, Manchester. You might recognise some of the brands like My Protein and uh, Look Fantastic. Um, Joe, obviously, formerly senior technology roles at Diageo, Accenture, Yahoo, Betfair, and BBC. Um, prior to joining the Hut Group, uh, CTO at Wood McKenzie and senior director of engineering at Skyscanner. Um, Joe, I guess my first question is, is an easy one. Uh, what does it mean to be uh, num number one this year in the CI 100? It means a few things. I think, um, firstly, for the team, uh, for the team that I work with every day, I think if this was about me as an individual, I'd really struggle to do a submission uh, completely. So it's about the team, and I, I really am blessed and honoured to work with some amazing people every day with so much grit and determination and uh, creativity. So I think firstly, it's about the team. Secondly, reflection to just stop and go, actually, what, what have we done? Because we're so busy going, oh, we haven't done this and we've got to do this and when are we going to get time to do that? I think just to stop and reflect and actually go, oh, we have actually come a really long way, you know, in the last year when you start to actually write it down. And then I think proud because I used to work for a CIO a good few years ago now who was in the CIO 100, and I thought that was really cool. And I thought it was really nice to work for a CIO in, in the 100 because I felt I was part of a team that was doing something worthwhile and we were doing generally the right things and going in the right direction. Fantastic. So um, how would you describe yourself as a technology leader? And there's a few things I want to point out really from our previous conversations. I think one of which is your you kind of fed into IT, I think you, you said, and you had that sports yeah. background. But the thing that I think struck me is clearly a focus on team and, and, and really highlighting the strengths and weaknesses. Mm. But again, the thing, other thing we discussed, which I thought was interesting, was volunteering, volunteering for stuff, but also this accusation that's followed you in your career of being too friendly. Yes. Um, yeah. So let's talk us for yeah. a little bit about how you see yourself as a technology leader and how you've evolved over in your career. Well, I think... The sporting thing has to come first for me because I did want a career in sport and that all went wrong. And I think it was a good few years into my tech career that I actually, something, I think it was around the time I was at Wood Mackenzie and I got sent on this leadership course in New York, massive imposter syndrome, thinking, what am I doing here? And it clicked that if I started to exercise the skills I'd learned from sport, uh, leadership, teamwork, coaching, mentoring, those things come naturally to me. So when I think about my team and I think about helping them understand what we're trying to achieve, what we're trying to win, um, and then I think about the players in the team and their strengths and weaknesses, and then I play them in those positions and you coach them and, and then you'll mentor them about what they want to do in the future, you start to build a really strong team. And if you can do that and then tell a good story about what they need to achieve, then the team is successful. Um, the friendly thing is a lot of times in my career I've been told I wouldn't make it as a senior uh, tech person. I'm too friendly. Um, better knock that out of me. Uh, this isn't a popularity contest. Um, and actually, I think it's about being my true authentic self because it's exhausting if you can't just be yourself. Um, and I think I learned through being me that actually that's okay. And THG 
luckily for me, do allow me to be me. They've not tried to uh, change or beat the friendliness out of me yet. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a bit of an aside that Anna and I were speaking about um, yesterday, which was um, that value of authenticity, I think, in submissions that makes a much better read when you, it hasn't been copied and pasted from some corporate website. You hear it in your own... Uh, own voice and, and your, your own journey, really. Um, so how would you describe the year then, your kind of key achievements? If you had to highlight the, the achievements you're most proud of that stick with you, what, what would those be? Um, loads around automation, and I, I can't go into all the different projects we've done because there's loads of them. We have a programme that's called Automate the Shit Out of Everything. And that's about, you know, helping us be more efficient and more effective um, and using various different types of automation platforms. So we've done loads when it comes to joiners, movers, leavers, or role-based access control. Um, that's been great. Everything from zero-touch provisioning, cloud provisioning, and that sort of thing. Um, the other thing is the thing I couldn't talk about too much last year in my submission, which is a platform we've built called the Ingenuity Compute Engine. And this is, we operate out of over 50 data centers around the world. And we wanted to build a hyperscaler type experience because we've got 800 developers that are churning over huge numbers of websites. We've also got um, thousands and thousands of very large hosting customers that buy infrastructure products and services. So ICE is a software-defined infrastructure, infrastructure as code, um, and this is all about speeding up um, development activities. It's about moving away from traditional infrastructure and it being self-service, get stuff in seconds and minutes, not, not days and weeks. Um, and the final thing I'm most proud of from a people point of view is we have a huge team in Ukraine and the support as an organization that we have given them, I've been really proud to be part of. Fantastic. Um, just talk me through about the, the IT team actually and how they've evolved. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, a lot of the focus around the automation is freeing them up to do more higher yeah. value work and also almost repositioning the IT as kind of consultants with the business. I know we've seen a few stories like that. Just talk me yeah. through how you're why and how you're repositioning IT within the organisation? It's sort of, the whole automation piece has been about almost automating themselves out of the jobs that they had, so they could go on to more interesting roles. And um, what we've been able to do is, where they've removed a lot of operational toil, we've had to reskill our engineers, and this is great for actually retaining talent. The minute you hire great talent, you've got to hold on to it. So you want to really develop them. So now our, you know, retrained engineers, instead of being the ones that are churning or, or doing tickets, you know, building things for people, that's all been automated now. So what they're actually able to do is go out as consultants in the business and speak to um, different departments about processes they follow, things that hold them back, how could they do more, um, so that they could actually remove their operational toil and they can go and do more. Like the HR team, you know, HR operations, let's try and remove some of that. So actually they can do a little bit more of the people consulting, sort of value add rather than just the operational roles. So yeah, the engineers are becoming consultants and they're, they're feeling pretty good, pretty good about that. Fantastic. What about talent? Obviously, I think uh, some of the judges mentioned going forward, obviously, it's a pretty uh, difficult recruitment market at the moment. Uh, I think you mentioned your submission, that's your number one yeah. 
priority. So what, are you, where, what are you, have you done over the last year and where's your direction of travel in terms of not just attraction, but I guess retention as well? I do a lot of stalking um, <laughs> on LinkedIn. You know, I sort of, I'll think about the sort of people I want, the sort of skill, and I go and hunt them out and I look for them and I approach them <laughs> and say, hi, we're doing this really interesting stuff. You know, it's, um, it's an exciting place to be. This is the sort of stuff we're doing. Do you, do you fancy a chat? So I do a lot of that. That's my job. I've got to build the team. I want the best players. So I've got to go out there and find them. And then when I've got them, I need to, you know, make sure that they're successful and they're making a difference and um, that if they're successful, we're all, we're all happy. So, yeah, my job is people, talking, storytelling um, and making sure I set them up for success. CIO says stalking is key strength. There we go. <laughs> oh, um, God. Brilliant. Uh, I guess finally, just before we come on to the 12 months ahead and what that looks like for you, because um, I know that in terms of retention and the team, you're quite strong on like, things like you know, wellness, um, professional yeah. development, and, and really motivating your, your team members. Just give some examples of what you've done in, in both areas there. Probably, um, I'm sure all of you are doing the whole daily stand-up stuff. In fact... That really helped with our global teams. Our team's really, really global. And since we all went back home, there's a global voice now in the team, and we've managed to retain that with people going back, which is great. Um, but our daily stand-ups have different themes. So Monday's very much, how do we win this week? So it's very much setting the priorities for the week so everyone's really clear before they get out of the blocks. Tuesday's Takeover Tuesday. Somebody from the team talks to us about something they're passionate and interested about. Wednesday is Wellness Wednesday in development. So we, all, we alternate that. One Wednesday we'll do talk about how we're looking after ourselves, mental, mental health, energy crisis. You know, we talk about things like that, how we can help each other out. And then the other Wednesday we do training for the entire global team that makes them stronger in something. Could be negotiation skills, more the soft skills stuff. Thursday's general update and Friday we do a Friday shout out. Um, and we also do find of the week. So we really encourage our teams to find really crappy, horrible problems and celebrate them rather than hide them. <laughs> so we, will, we really want to learn from our mistakes. So if people find an underlying issue, which means we can't scale or something like that, we get them to make an example of it and share how they, how they fix that. And I think combinate this with the team helped us sort of shape shape this little routine and it just means that uh, the team are pretty well and excited and pumped up about what they're doing. Fantastic. And then finally, Joe, 12 months ahead, what's on your to-do list? I mean, I think it's interesting, obviously, the Hut Group is growing pretty fast, but it's going through some difficulties mm. at the moment in terms of share price and directors leaving, um, yeah. obviously cost of living crisis, raw materials have gone up. How does that translate to your job over the next year? Um, couple of ways. So one of the things, continuing with all of that efficiency stuff, so ICE, composable compute, all of that sort of thing means that we can deliver more, much, much more quickly. So we'll, we'll continue to focus on that, and ICE is a very, very exciting area. Um, the other thing we've been doing is what we call match fit programs. So world's upside down. We want to make sure that when we come out the other end of it, that we're fighting fit. So we also call it fatten to hatten like the boxer, he gets really fat in between fights and then he gets super lean ready for the fight. So we're going through that super lean, look at everything and go, right, are we doing the right thing there? Can we trim that down? Can we consolidate and, and integrate and streamline things? So we're sort of using it as an opportunity to get in really good shape, uh, ready for the fight when the world's the right way up again. 
Fantastic. Joe, um, pleasure to chat as always. But once Thank again, you. congratulations to Joe on number one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Cheers, Thank Thanks you. very much.